0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American Family Farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Weather forecast transitioning. Climate scientists often define generalities that weather patterns are supposed to follow. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. They typically have an explanation for the inconsistency, but those looking for finality are frustrated by it. So far, the forecast generality of above or below trendline U.S. corn yields during El Ninos and La Ninas have had a strong correlated realization. El Ninos are good for yields while La Ninas are bad. 2023 is a transition year between the La Nina and developing El Nino that adds a bit of nuanced uncertainty. The 90-day SOI, currently at a positive 5, fell below the positive 8 benchmark for La Nina at the end of March. The 30-day SOI is at zero. It has a ways to go yet to reach the negative 8 benchmark for El Nino. The NOAA-ENZO model now gives a 75% chance of an El Nino developing by June, July, or August. Actual timing can make or break corn yields. Equatorial waters have warmed consistent with El Nino. There are factors, however, that have not yet fallen into place, as there are still vestiges of La Nina still hanging on. One inconsistency is that while equatorial waters have warmed, the waters off the west coast of the United States are still cold. These temperatures are associated with the Pacific Decadal Oscillation. This brings up a, yeah, but... When the waters off the west coast are cold, that should mean that they support less moisture for the western U.S. Yeah, but... The western U.S. has just had a drought mitigating winter with a record snowpack that is going to put a big dent in the hydrologic cold drought in the west. This setup also generated a real winter for the northern Corn Belt. We just lost the ice off our lake and the last snow pile just melted here late last week. Then we got more rain, sleet and snow this weekend. We farm two counties south of the Minnesota border. U.S. planning progress will be extremely graduated from the southern U.S. to the north as soils warm up with vacillating temperature swings. What we need here right now is warm soaking rain. The drought has not disappeared here in our region on the drought monitor map and it doesn't feel gone yet either. We can hold up to 11 inches of water in our subsoil and last year's crop completely drained the moisture profile. Limited rainfall and some winter snow that melted in has restored enough topsoil moisture in order to get the crop started here, but we are going to need more rain and less heat this summer to avoid slipping back toward drought. There's still a substantial amount of the Corn Belt where subsoil moisture levels have not been restored to levels of confidence. The forecast for El Nino conditions cannot develop here soon enough. I'm not alarmed yet. As noted, we have the moisture to get the crop started and timely rains can finish one, That is the weather outlook that USDA is obviously using in their elevated yield forecast. We have experienced one of the inconsistencies in weather generalities that I alluded to here this spring that has prevented subsoil moisture recharge. Dr. Elwin Taylor has noted that the Midwest tends to get the moisture seen in Arkansas during March, later on in April and May. If so, we should be having a wet spring, and we are not. The premise is that air moving over the wet or dry Arkansas soils flows up into the Corn Belt so we get what they had for moisture. This year that airflow is being cut off so the moisture is not getting up here. It is pushing northeastward from the four corner states and dry plains so the airflow is taking the moisture northeast away from the northwest Corn Belt. The eastern Corn Belt and south have seen drought mitigated but ours lingers. The fronts coming from the northwest have dropped all the moisture in Canada and northern Plains so it doesn't get far enough south to reach us. This pattern needs to change for confidence builds that our drought is over. Probably the number one condition inconsistent with La Nina is the drought in the southern Plains. I mean honestly, until this region of drought is broken, it is hard to argue that La Nina has entirely released its grip. If the El Nino forecast comes through, this region should be wet by fall. Well, as we all know, there are portions of Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma where the drought has actually gotten worse this month. Some believe that over a million acres or more of winter wheat will be abandoned in this region. The hay and forage shortage impact in the cattle industry will persist. It will be grazing poor wheat with fewer cattle. Many farmers in this region are poised to plant something else, sorghum or even corn, if the moisture comes in time. This region has a feed shortage. El Nino's forecast, will come too late to help spring crops in the central and southern plains. you've been listening to the Comstock Report, for more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.
0: For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com